welcome to Blend It Yourself episode number five of Brutal Battle. Some people right now may be saying, what is this uh, format? And some people may be saying, wow, it's been a long time. And it has. I think it's literally been years since we've done a what Blend It Yourself. What was the last one we'd done? I don't remember what the last one was, but I just remember the most memorable one for me was when I did a blend it yourself with tea, where I was literally taking tea bags and like putting them in different beers. And some of those really worked. Mm -hmm. So people, if you want to hear those episodes, you can go to Brutal Battle Podcast or no, go to BrutalBattle.com. I was trying to give the email. Just go to BrutalBattle.com or go to Archive.org and search Brutal Battle and you can find all the blend it yourself episodes. So... The reason these episodes were started is because beer blending is a thing, and one time it just occurred to me, you can probably blend your own beers at home and get some really good tasting stuff. So it's not always just blending beers together. This episode will not be that. This is blending something else into beers. So more of like an infusion, I guess, in a sense. Like yeah. When I did the teas right. with the beer. But we have two very interesting beers that we're going to try those beers first. And then we're going to try the beer with the coffee. Which, I didn't think about this ahead of time. Should we try the beer and then try it with the coffee? And then go to the next one? Probably, right? Yeah. Okay, we'll do it that way. Um, so we have two very interesting ones. Now the first one, for me, is the most interesting. And this is a beer I was like, okay, we have this. We know it's good. We've had it before. We haven't had this batch. batch. Right. We've had this beer before, but not this batch of the beer. Right. Uh, And it was wonderful before, so we'll see how this one is. But then I was thinking, would coffee in that be good? And before we start with it, though, I will let people know what coffee we used. So it was a coffee we happened to have a little bit extra of from this morning. On the weekends, we like to try and treat ourselves a little bit with our coffee, and instead of doing like a normal coffee coffee during the week, we will switch it up and do barrel-aged coffees, which if people didn't know, like that is a thing. You can get barrel-aged coffee, and no, there's not alcohol in it. Like no alcohol is retained. It's just the flavors from the barrels. So we used Oak and Bond and their rye whiskey barrel-aged coffee, which is awesome. They also have like bourbon barrel-aged coffee and red wine barrel-aged coffee. I've seen other companies do tequila barrel-aged coffee before, so and scotch barrel-aged coffee. There's a ton, but it's a thing, and it's interesting. So let's get to the first beer. Do you want to tell us what the first beer sure. is, Rebecca? So the first beer is um, by Sapwood Cellars. It is called Vanilla Fort. It is 8.4%. It is double dry hopped India pale ale with vanilla beans added. And forgive us if we've had this beer on the podcast before. I don't think we have, but we may have. It's just been so long that I can't remember. But I figured this could be very interesting to try with coffee in it. Okay, so first just the base beer. Okay, yes. So this is just the beer. Looks hazy. Yeah. It's a hazy. It's yellow. Yep, it's got a decent amount of head just hanging out. It's very, like, soapy with the head on top. Smell, very robust, citrusy nose. Yeah. I definitely get the vanilla, and there's, like, a creaminess coming along with that vanilla, I think. I get a lot of grapefruit. Do you? I'm getting some mango. Ooh, yeah. Grapefruit, mango, there's some orange for sure getting as well. that Vaseline note that I don't like. Yeah, and I feel like you get that... A lot in 
hazy IPAs particularly. But yeah, it has a very nice, very robust hoppy nose to it. Yeah, a little pine. With, with the vanilla. Yeah, there is a slight pine in there. Which, mango and pine yeah. kind of, they mm. go a little bit together. Yeah, they're kind of similar. It smells great. It smells relatively clean and flavorful. Let's go in. Ooh. Ooh. It's very tasty. That vanilla is even more present in the flavor than it was on the nose, yeah. and I wasn't expecting that. I was hoping for that. Ooh. Yeah. It's like creamy and mm. vanilla-y and hoppy. It's got a little bit of a drying finish, but it's not a lot. It's got a little bit of bitterness, but it's not a lot. That vanilla, yeah, is so smooth and beautiful. And it's like vanilla is the primary flavor, and then that, like, citrusy, mango, grapefruit, pine note comes in after each sip. Yeah. It's vanilla and then that. I'm very glad we have, well, now a three-pack left of this. This is really nice. Yeah, it's really nice. Okay. Mm. I'm going to keep a little in case I need to go back to it. Sure. Very good. Very, very, very good beer. Okay. So you did... 25% coffee, 75% of the vanilla fort. Yes. Um, so that's kind of what we, I had found through doing these Blend It Yourself episodes is typically you take whatever the stronger uh, beer or other ingredient is and you do only 25% of that to the 75%. So for this, I literally did measured out three ounces of the vanilla fort and put in one ounce of the coffee and then... But you can, you know, using that 25%, 75%, you can kind of scale it up or down yeah. however people need it. So It's not like a hard and fast rule. We only have it, it in one glass. So did you want to start? Go ahead. You want me to start? Smell-wise, I definitely get the coffee here. I'll take one more smell. I definitely get the coffee. It's definitely downplaying the citrus a lot. Oh, yeah. I'm hardly getting any citrus. It's like... I'm still getting the vanilla, though. I am, too. I mean, it's like creamy vanilla coffee. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely what it smells like. It's very... I mean, you can be the first to taste it if okay. you want. Yeah, it's it, it really does just get rid of, on the nose, that, you know, grapefruit, yeah. mango, pine, for the most part. It's a little bit there, but it, it's almost all gone. The vanilla is still pretty persistent, but the coffee does become very dominant. And the color is, like... Gross. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> It's like dookie water, literally like dookie water. Thank you, as I'm going in for a sip. Well, it's it's not going to taste like that, I hope. <laughs> Thoughts? It's not bad. It's interesting. I mean, it tastes like... Um, I like it. Yeah. I can't perceive, like, the barrel of the coffee. Yeah, because th that's kind of light in the first place with yeah. the coffee itself. Which is fine, because most people aren't going to use barrel-aged coffee to do something like this. We really just needed the coffee, which I feel like it's in there. Yeah. it. I mean, it tastes like a coffee IPA. Like. It's pretty good. Yeah, I like it. I Okay, hear me out on this one. I feel like in the flavor, it's increasing my perception of the fruitiness from the hops. Okay, I could see that. Even though the coffee's really downplaying that in the aroma, I feel like it's boosting it in the flavor, and the vanillas come down. So it's a little more robust with that, like, nice, hoppy, you know, grapefruit, mango, pine. Uh, the vanilla is definitely still there, and then you have this nice coffee hit in there as well. 
I think this works. Yeah, I think so too. I think it works quite well. I think it's tasty. If anyone from Sapwood hears this, a coffee version of Vanilla Fort yeah. would be awesome. The, on, the only other thing I, I wish we had been able to do with this, well, I mean, we could have, but we just used the coffee we had left after today, um, is to do it cold brew style because it'll usually be a bit smoother and integrates better flavor-wise with beers. So, but it's still good. Mm-hmm. I'm still a fan. Yeah. That's great. Uh, big fan of that. And then going back to... Oh, yeah. Then you go back to regular Vanilla Fort, and it's like a blast of vanilla yeah. in comparison. Wow. Okay. I still prefer straight-up Vanilla Fort. Sure. But this is still definitely drinkable, right? Oh, for sure. Um, I don't know which I prefer more, because I really like that integration of coffee. Because if you've been listening to the podcast, you know I've been opining about how I would really like to have coffee IPAs available. So yes. He does yeah. talk about that a lot. So the next one I thought would be more of a lock, our second and final beer. Uh, because pumpkin beers have been done with coffee before. Not I a lot. I still have a pumpkin beer. Not a lot, but here and there. But I wanted to put it to the test and see, can we make our own pumpkin coffee beer, basically? So what we have is Master of Pumpkins by Trogues Independent Brewing uh, out of Hershey, Pennsylvania. Uh, this is their ale brewed with Pennsylvania pumpkins and spices. Oh, did we read? Did we want to read the flavor text on Vanilla Fort? We can. All right, well, let's do that after we okay. do this one. We'll just read both of them at that point. So the Master of Pumpkins is seven point five percent alcohol, with obviously pumpkin added. The yeast is house wit, and the spices are cinnamon, clove, ginger, and nutmeg. I like when they put the spices on there. Sometimes yeah. I don't like when they just say spice because you're oh, kind of like go straight for that. I was going to go straight for the coffee oh. version. I no, that's not what I should do. I like to know the exact spices. Yeah, it is nice. It is nice. Okay. I mean, we sure. can probably guess those are the spices because right, those yeah. kind of go with pumpkin. Amber. Yeah. Brown, brown, brown amber. Smells like pumpkin and spice. And there's actually a lot of pumpkin to it. Yeah, like the flesh. Yeah, like actual pumpkin fruit, which a lot of these types of beers, it'll be super heavy on just the spices, and you can't even really perceive actual pumpkin. With this, I'm getting a lot of pumpkin, but I'm also getting a decent amount of the spices. And it's We've had this beer before, but it's been many long, years. Yeah, long time. I'm going to say probably five years or more. And we picked this up when we were at Trogues back in February. Yeah. So, it's not like it's old. It's, or, well, but well, they even probably, then, pumpkin beers maintain pretty yeah. well. Okay. Smells really nice. Um, definitely smelling the spices, but they're at a very manageable level for me, nose-wise. Definitely getting, like, the cinnamon, nutmeg, clove. <sighs> smells pretty nice. Malty, pumpkin-y. Yeah. It's definitely malty. I wish there was more pumpkin. Oh, Yeah. I got more on the nose than in the taste. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, it's kind of like... It's a little watery. Malt and spices. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a bit more watery than I thought it was going to be. I thought there would be more of a viscosity to it, especially at 7.5%. So I'm looking at the bottom of the can, and it says, Freshest by 326. 
That's today. Today. It's literally today when we're recording. Okay. We're still fresh. We're still fresh. Wow. On the last day of freshness. Yeah. Um, so I wonder if some of that pumpkin kind of fell out. Maybe. Or if that's it's just possible. kind of the beer. The spices are fine, though. Yeah. It's not too much spice. They're not crazy. I definitely get the cinnamon and the clove. I think the clove might be the strongest for me. It's like cinnamon, clove, nutmeg, yeah. but I think clove's the strongest. It's not bad, but... It's not your... I mean, I know it's not your style. Wow, yeah. We, we also aren't big pumpkin beer fans, so... Yeah. I, so wanna, I, I did want to pick this up, though, because it had been so long since I had it. Sure. And now we're going to find out, will it be, get a little bit of help from some coffee? Do you want me to smell first, or Go you? Go ahead. You got it. A lot of coffee. Literally, to me, it smells like coffee and a little pumpkin. I don't, re- I don't even really smell the spices. What do you think? Yeah, it smells like a little floral. Yeah, I could see that. There is a bit of a floral aspect. Maybe that's what's happening with the spices because of the coffee. Oh, here, you can take it. You can take a sip okay. first. Um, but yeah, uh, it's an interesting nose. It definitely does let the coffee shine a decent amount. But yeah, mm. the I think it was a nicer nose without the coffee because of how that pumpkin could really come through. I like... The coffee added to this beer better. Ooh. Ooh. Isn't that nice? That just made it really, like, a, a lot more robust. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hmm. It made it richer. Yeah. Like, more full. Yeah. Full-bodied. Re- yeah, it actually really took care of that watery body feel. Wow. And I am getting the coffee, but it's not a ton. No. Um, I feel like I can perceive the coffee more in the vanilla fort. Yes. Um, And this one, like you said, kind of just makes it a little bit more robust. Yeah, it actually just kind of rounds it out more as a coffee, or not as a coffee, as just a pumpkin beer. Like, I don't even, I don't even know if you had me taste that blind, if I would say that there's coffee in it, to be honest. I wouldn't, no, you're right. Because I think the the spices are covering up the coffee. Yeah. Because it's weird that, just kind of like the opposite with the vanilla fort, is that the coffee was covering up the spices in the nose, but in the flavor, the spices are covering up the coffee, but the coffee's boosting the maltiness and boosting the pumpkin. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's a good analysis. Hmm. I think these both work. Yeah, these do, these definitely both work. So I think we just proved that you can make your own coffee pumpkin beers at home. And I will say what we could have done... Or, you know, what you can do in the future if you're listening at home and you want to try this. Even it out. You know, go 50-50 go on something like this if you want more of that coffee perception. Because I think this tastes better than the regular beer, in my opinion. But do you want it to taste very coffee? Which I would probably opt for that. So I think a 50-50 might be better for this. Whereas the 75-25 is better for the vanilla fort. I can see in that. In my opinion. But... yeah. Play with it however you want at home, I would say. Because the flavors of the Master Pumpkins can hold up to probably more coffee. So let's do this for this episode. As far as ranking goes, let's rank all the beers, with and without coffee. So it's four from last to first. Mm. You might need to retaste some, I'd say. Well, I know my number one. Yeah, which is my number one. And my number four. (laughs) Yep. Yep, I'm the same. 
Oh, really? Yeah, go ahead. Announce it. Announce it. Okay, so our number four is a Master of Pumpkins, just straight up. Our number three is the Vanilla Fort with coffee. Our number two is the Master of Pumpkins with coffee. And our number one is straight up Vanilla Fort. Yes, totally. Um, Interesting. It's very interesting that that's how it turned out. Coming into this, would you have thought that either of these coffee-infused coffee, coffee infused beers would have been ahead of Master no, Pumpkins? No, no. Just goes to show, like, you literally can increase the experience of a beer by yourself at home. You don't need the brewery to do it necessarily. Sometimes you're going to fail on some of this stuff. Sometimes you're going to do a good job. But just, you know, fiddle around with it. Okay, so I'll read the text that's on the Vanilla Fort. We first created Vanilla Fort three years ago as a 10-gallon variant. That single keg of vanilla bean-infused pillow fort has now become our most requested cans. Mm-hmm. Talk about a rich, dry hop. Talk about rich, dry hopped with over four pounds of Citra and Azaka plus 30 Madagascar vanilla beans per barrel. Nice. The combination of citrus and melon from the hops and creamy vanilla makes it for a decadent dessert-like double IPA. It's very good. And then you want me to read the Master of Pumpkins? It takes a long time to plant, raise, pick, slice, clean, and roast 3,000 pounds of local Pennsylvania pumpkins. Jeez. But come fall, Master of Pumpkins takes shape and suits the season just so. Subtly spiced with cinnamon, clove, ginger, and nutmeg, this is a pumpkin beer that's worth the wait. Add coffee to it, and it's even better. So, anyway, this has been a very fun experiment. If people have ideas for other blending episodes that you want us to do, because I think this is fun... Uh, if other people want to hear us, you know, blend certain beers together or infuse it with other ingredients, which, side note, I in the past, some years ago, I actually tried infusing uh, Dogfish Head 60-Minute IPA with peaches. That was good. And that was good. We can maybe do a fruit-related thing like yeah. that. And we also had an episode where we took watermelon juice, I believe, yes. and put it in a, it was either a Goza or like a Hefeweizen, and it was really good. Uh, but yeah, or maybe even an IPA. I don't remember. But email us, BrutalBattlePodcast at gmail.com if you want to give us feedback on that stuff or if you have ideas, whatever. Do us a favor, rate us and review us on whatever podcatcher you use to listen. iTunes helps the most, but also uh, word of mouth is a huge thing, and we appreciate it if you tell people about the podcast. Um, and then social media stuff. You can check us out on Instagram, Brutal Battle Podcast. And we're on Untapped. I am Carlton Malibu, all one word as it sounds, or Carlin C or Carlin Cook. You can find me those ways. I am Rebecca C. And I think that's it, because I already talked about the back yeah. episode's availability. So, yeah. Um, but we really appreciate people who keep listening to the podcast. And until next time. Keep it brutal. Keep it brutal.